podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode 73, 73 of the Dysonomics Podcast. As per shout out to the listeners to the previous week's episode. If you haven't heard this one, I implore you to listen. And this is for everybody. Me and Dr. Lee on the weight loss journey, the physiology of weight loss to be precise. My guy, Dr. Lee, he's been on a few times to talk about NHS experience, doctor. He was breaking down the science of weight loss the different ways to measure it, which way is more accurate, why it's so difficult for us to lose weight from the most, from all types of angles. He went through all the, like the most popular diets. So you've got the keto diet, vegan, intermittent fasting, what's the other one, and crash diets, you know, when you just drop them out of eat, calories you eat dramatically. So he went through all that type of stuff. And he also gave very good tips and strategies for how to lose weight effectively. And obviously this is from a doctor, so scientific. We've seen so much stuff on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, articles, all these people talking about ways to lose weight and all this type of stuff. A lot of it is nonsense. So that's why it's sometimes good to get somebody who knows what they're talking about, you get me? To give you that actual gospel, the real, the real gist. So you know what you're doing when you're actually getting involved in your weight loss journey. And not just weight loss, it's just for maintenance. And this is for all shapes and sizes, men and women. Some people want to be a bit more trim. Some people have got a lot of work to, work to do. Some people want to bulk, all this type of stuff. This is perfect for you to listen to. So make sure you check that out. Um, another shout out, I should have done a shout out time ago. Shout out my guy, Andre, who helps me improve the sound quality, the volume, especially of my podcast. For those who've been listening to Dysonomics from way back, remember the sound quality was not always popping. Even though I got like the wavy mic and that, man's got the same mic as in Breakfast Club use, but the sound not come, but obviously Andre does one, two bits, gets it back to me in good time. So the uploads always 10 30 on a Sunday, so shout out him. And those those who are actually looking at the podcast as they're listening to it can see artwork's been changed. Shout out to my guy, Freddie Icepick. Freddie Icepick on Twitter. So that's Freddie FR. E double D ice pick but pick with P-I-K he's you know these creative people they like to jazz up spellings shout out him fantastic work very quick this is my favourite pitch as well there's actually a picture of the Gherkin at night my favourite pitch ever he managed to add one two two artistics slap on a young dysonomics and bring it out for me so shout out Freddie for that and yes um, this week's episode this week not as economical as Previous week's one with Tom and their man there. But I'm joined by one of my favourite people, young lady called Roberta, a.k.a. R. Lank. You might have seen her on the young IG doing styles on the holiday and stuff like that. Um, a lot of young people want to holiday, go on holidays. It's something that we want to do. Where we live in a society where technology and finances are, give us that capability. We want to make sure we enjoy enjoy ourselves and also get a bit of break from the work life the hustle and bustle of London and just the Western world. And sometimes, you know, explore new places, turn up, take nice pictures, eat new foods, learn learn a thing or two. It's very important, especially when I got the time. Because the older we get, the less time we have and the less money. You have to start spitting your money with like the wife and kids, you know, responsibilities and all them terrible things there. But 
Robbie came on to give us the gist, so we spoke a bit about what she does, but that wasn't really that interesting to her. I don't blame her because I don't really care about what I do on my nice time anyway, for now anyway. And we kind of spoke about holiday, so I, gi- I gave you like, the economics gist on tourism, the countries that have fantastic tourism numbers from those who earn the most, those who have the most visitors. You be you might be surprised with the rankings. I played a little, I played a young game, Roberta. She got stuff right, I'll give her a prize. I might do that with most of my listeners. Um, not listeners, my guests. And then we discuss ways to get cheap holidays, ways to plan a good holiday, what you don't want to look out for, and also reward system, because she gave us some tips on how to make our money do we spend actually turn into good holidays so make sure you have your notepad ready so when next time to do holidays you're efficient like my guy or like my g sorry young lady roberta so anyway episode 73 let's go hi guys mxm and listen to the dysonomics podcast because it's lit episode 73 dysonomics with one of my favorite people in the universe our lank Robo. Can I call you Robo on the podcast? Um, you can. Robbie. As long as nobody else is going to call me that. Okay, well, only I is allowed to call me that. What's good? What's good? Long time. I know. Just here, still dieting. <laughs> still. <laughs> what, what, were, what were we eating three minutes ago? What did you tell me you were eating three minutes ago? I was eating a um, Niswa salad. Uh? Niswa salad. Fancy way of saying chips, but safe. <laughs> <laughs> chips, chopping, salad, it's the same. Me and I was chopping two packs of biscuits, but it's not easy. <laughs> My last podcast was about dieting, you know. Anyway, cool, safe. So, um, we've been meaning to do this for a minute, actually. Have we? No, yeah. actually, we actually, we actually have. We but, have. Um, yeah, have. finally, you taking time from jet settings, you know, just, <laughs> just with your boy Nomets. All right, cool. First of all, what do you do yeah. for a living and give as much or as little information as possible? Okay, so I am a risk advisor. So I do compliance and risk. I work in an accounting firm, one of the big four. It's not easy. Um, I have <laughs> Behave, behave, behave. Um, yeah, so I just do risk and compliance. Um, I can't I don't know if you want me to delve into my job because it's actually quite boring. Okay, but, cool. I'm a nerd, so that's what I do. But nerd. it's full time as well. And we're gonna get on to why I said that soon. Okay, cool. And job. what did you do at um at, okay, you went to university, I believe, right? Yeah, I did I studied so, law. Okay, that's what you did. What what made you wanna do law? Um ever since I was young, literally I was about four years old and I would come down and I'd use my mum's briefcase and I'd put sunglasses on <laughs> and I'd put a shawl. And then my mum would say, what are you doing? I'm saying, I'm practicing my walk for when I'm a lawyer. Like literally four or five years old. That's so mad. I've just always wanted to do it. And then like always wanted to do it through A-level, like nothing changed. Always wanted, I knew I wanted to be a lawyer. Only for me to get there, start the degree, do the degree. And then I was like, this is actually very, very long. I don't think I want to actually practice. So that's what made me look into other things. That's what made me look and see that I could use my degree for compliance as well and risk. Yeah, I see quite a lot of um, the people that I went university to. University to? What kind of English is that? The, quite a lot <laughs> of the people that went to university in around the same time as me that did law are now in compliance. And compliance is quite a big, big... Mm. A, not quite. It's a massive part of the financial services industry now. It's huge. Like, everyday new it's regulation. like it's ever-growing. Yeah, it is. So... 
you you young um, legal people, if you don't really feel you want to be doing trained contract life, there's always a career in compliance for you. So, um, definitely. Do you want to talk about work? We, we don't really care. But old you, we don't really care. You don't really care. Do you? Um, you don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not bothered. Okay. Cool. Definitely. All right. Cool. So, the reason why you are here, well, I say here, like, well, we're not here, but you know, recording and that, <laughs> is because you like a cheeky travel. Uh, a young travel. I love, you go about let's I say love it. Twenty six times a year, you fly out. I I don't fly out. 20, I would love to fly out twenty six times a year, but I don't. Maybe like five, six times. Sometimes don't, seven. Don't lie. It's more than that. Sometimes um, it varies. It, it, it literally varies. It varies if I'm doing short trips, long trips. So it can be, yeah, yeah it can be. Yeah, up to seven, up to ten, but not twenty-six. Okay, so sixteen. Okay, so you travel, <laughs> you travel very, very often, and quite a lot of people our age they really want to travel, especially those who experience it for the first time. Kind of then have what do they call it? What's the what they call it when you when you travel once you want to do it there? Was it holiday? No, you come mm. holiday blues and all that type of shit. Oh, yeah, holiday yeah. blues. Got bitten by the travel bug. That's the one, travel bug. That's the one I was looking for. Stupid name. Mm. Um, and, <laughs> and I think, especially now with like social media and we're seeing all the cool places people are going to, and obviously we've got technology, we've got all these travel websites, you can board your own holidays and stuff. A lot of young people want to travel, explore the world, take nice pictures, visit different cultures, all that type of stuff. So I thought mm. it would be quite interesting to get into travel obviously i'll talk about the kind of economical side you can actually give us some tips on how to actually find a good holiday reasonable prices how to use maybe a credit card or whatever to kind of build equity in terms of going on holidays the best places you've been to all that type of crap but firstly how many places roughly have you been to wow um do you know what i I think I've been to, country-wise, I think I've been to about 23 the last time I counted. Me and, and my wife have been to 23 different <laughs> different towns in London. <laughs> By the end of this year, it will be 25. But I do frequently go back to places, so I might have been to a few towns or cities in those countries on different trips. So I'm not too fussed about amassing the number, mm. I'm just... I just like travelling. So I can go back to Italy 10 times if I'm going to visit 10 cities. Or grab if I young, like the same Grab a young linguine. <laughs> young linguine, young lasagna. So give me your very best travel experience and your very worst travel experience and why. Wow, okay, so... Let's talk the bad stuff very... first. Okay, bad stuff. Okay, so the worst, which probably to some... They'd be like, why? But the worst was Mexico. Okay. Why 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 Mexico? Are you, are you are you trumping them and that racism thing? Just because no, not at all. But <laughs> the thing is I went to the Dominican Republic the year before. Mm-hmm. So Well you've been dumb rep as well. Yeah, been dumb rep. <sighs> Where have you not been? I <laughs> anyway, go on. A lot of places, trust me. So it's done right the year before with my best friend and it was just amazing. I I honestly, I think that's like number one place. Then it was amazing. So the next year we were thinking that we can only top it. We can only try and top it. So I went to Mexico, high hopes, booked the same chain of hotel, got there, hotel was awful. 
people were so unfriendly. Really sorry if there's any Mexican listeners. I'm not speaking for everyone, but the people we encountered were just not nice. The, it rained about four days out of the seven. We were there for. What time of year did you go? The food. We went in mm, June. Oh, okay. Went in June. This was a bit of a younger me. So before, for some reason, maybe because when I was younger and I went on holiday, it was always hot. The majority of the time it was because I was going to Nigeria. <laughs> anyway, it was always hot. So I, ne- I didn't really think, okay, I have to start checking weather. I was li- it was a long time ago. I'm not even going to get into my age on here, but it was a long time ago. So I didn't check the weather. We just thought, yeah, it's Mexico. It's always going to be hot. No, like a huge storm passed over from Miami. It was bad. Jesus. But that was the worst. It wasn't the worst because of any specific negative. It was just the food wasn't nice. Or the food we had just wasn't, it just wasn't my worst trip. But I will go back to Mexico and make amends. Okay, cool. And what about your best trip? Mm. Best. So difficult. So, 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 so difficult. But if I had to, can I pick two? Yeah, go for it. Free country. I'd say Thailand and Dominican Republic. Okay. Thailand is just amazing. If you're looking for luxury, if you're looking to go somewhere cheap, you can even do two in one because the luxury is cheap there. Oh, word. Um, okay. It was just. But how long's the yeah. flight again? Is the flight like. How long's... The flight. Oh, so I did a stopover and I really hate stopovers, but money. Mm. So <laughs> we took Emirates and the stop, it was about. Six hours both flights, so twelve hours with a layover of about an hour, so thirteen hours. Well, that's total. not bad. I thought Thailand was like eighteen hours or something a while like that. That's why I'm no, never going. No, 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 no. That's why I'm that's never, like go- I was never Australia, going. Australia, Fiji, those sides. I'm never going to Australia. I'll tell you that for free. Nor am I. Okay, so I shouldn't say that, but I don't have it. It's twenty-four hours. I don't have an urge to sit on the plane for a day and a night. Mm-hmm. And other than Thailand, what's the other one? Dominican Republic. It was just so beautiful. Literally like a postcard. The people were so nice. Am I allowed to talk about race on here? Yes, of course you are. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah, so just having been to like Europe before, obviously I delved into Don Rep, travelled around Europe a bit first, getting the travel bug, bitten by the travel bug. Um, and just weird encounters, even like Morocco when you're black or dark skin. They're not used to it, so they'll stare, like, can we take a picture? Oh, okay, I've, just, heard that, I've heard that quite a lot. A lot. Not not necessarily negatively, but it's just, it can be a bit much sometimes. Mm. I just want, I'm just out with my friend, I'm on holiday. Like, no, I don't want to take a picture with you, like a random person I don't know. I don't want you shouting, Beyonce, Michelle Obama, like, they would just scream anything at you. That's so like, wild. So wild. I bet your guess was said Beyonce, like, though. I mean, that was probably the best out of everything they screamed, but they can literally scream any, like, Things that are not nice. That's ridiculous. Chocolate girl, brown girl. Like, they'll just say anything. Like, in Greece. I was thinking, Greece, this is Europe. Like, don't you see black people? People coming up, touching your skin. Like, wow, chocolate skin. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, This probably was back in, like, 2011, 2012. That's still still recent enough, though. Very recent. It's not like it's 1942. Like, that was just six years ago, fam. So, that's a bit mad. Exactly. Very recent. But, so, Dominican Republic... All the people there, they're all black, black mixed race. They're all the Spanish or black descent. So just so welcoming that, first of all, they don't even, they don't say, oh, your skin colour. But they'll be like, oh, my sister, my brother. Like, they're really, really welcoming. Oh, okay, so it was just it. nice. 
the people were so nice the food was amazing they have like spanish food they have plantain i love plantain that can sell me anywhere <laughs> like the beaches are literally white blue it's just it was just a really good holiday i will go back there right, cool. it was also affordable as well out really? of all the caribbean kind of islands yeah if you're looking at caribbean islands we're looking at jamaica bahamas like St. Lucia, they're actually quite expensive to get to, but Dom Repper is one of the ones that has good package deals. It's not too expensive. So. Okay, cool. Okay, I want to ask you some mm-hmm. questions because I want to talk about the economical side before we start talking about how to have little holidays and that type of stuff. Give the give okay. some people small, small information. Okay, cool. So if I was going to say, what are the five countries that spend the most on going abroad? So let's say, it, let's say for example... Iraq was all those countries. They spent while well, like people from Iraq spend the most money out of everybody else going abroad. Obviously, that's not true. So, mm. what would you guess? Just all you could give me free. Guess mm, I would say America. Okay. I would say I want to say England, but I don't think so. I don't think that we venture out that much. Might as well give it a go. Probably. Okay, let's go. England. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Nigeria. I'm okay. going to be a bit biased because a lot of my Nigerian friends go away. Yeah, and all your Nigerian friends are millionaires. That's why. But anyway. <laughs> it must be pricey coming out from there. Mm. Oh, that's all I know. Um, have I got two more? Yeah, you got, yeah, if you want to. We can leave it here if you want. It's up to you. Mm, I think I'm going to throw Switzerland in. They have money. So let's see. Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Mm. So you've got two, right? So USA, they they, they spend the second most, $124 billion a year on just travelling. Yikes. Yeah. I forgot China. China's number one, so you came in just in time. <laughs> they spent they spent the most by far, two hundred and fifty billion. Obviously, there's there's, there's there's loads. There's there's a lot of Chinese people and they're everywhere spending their racks abroad. And UK, Literally. they're number four, sixty five billion dollars. Number three was in fact the Germany, and number oh, five cool. was was France at forty billion forty billion dollars, which is half is half of Germany. Okay, cool. So that's some. So obviously, we can understand why China's number number one. Obviously, their economy's been booming for a while, and there's a billion mm. Chinese people. So by default, um, <laughs> United States, which I found obviously there, there's a lot of there's like three hundred million Americans. They make a lot of money, but I find that quite mm. interesting because a lot of them, you could do a lot of things in America if you want to go skiing. Yeah. Skiing in America, if you want to do beach life, what type of yeah. stuff? And obviously, the UK, Germany, and France have like the three main powerhouses of Europe. Anyway, cool. So. The next one, yeah, is, mm. okay, I've got a list of 10 countries that have the most visitors, so the most tourists that go there, yeah? Okay. I want you to, okay, you can guess any amount, up to 10. You could guess two, three, four, five, up to 10. If, if you get five right, um, what would I give you? What do you want? Um, £200. Okay, you need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> um... You can buy me Vaps, buy me Vapianos. Okay, I, I was going to say dinner on me, but Vaps, that saves me hella pee. No, 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 dinner on me, Hackerson, Hackerson. Hacker? Hacker? Tiny Hackerson. Listen, I need to use my opportunity well. No, Vapianos, please. Okay, okay cool. Right. You know the listeners just guess what country you're from by that Hackerson. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Anyway, <laughs> so, okay, 
Okay, so start so start guessing. Okay, so oh, countries. This is hard. Not even continents. Yeah, countries. So places that people visit the most. Not go to like places that they get the most people coming into the airports or swimming there. However, they want to get their train, whatever. Okay, cool. Right, London. London is not a country. It's definitely a United Kingdom. Yep, that's number. <laughs> What one, two, three, four. That's number six, thirty six million visitors a year in twenty fifteen. Or twenty sixteen. New, New York's definitely a city again, Roberta. So that's the What's USA. What's going on with me? I... Oh wait, the... so I can guess the USA. Yes, it's just it's it's not cities, <laughs> countries, silly silly goat. Sorry, I'm really sorry, but you invited me on here for travel, not geography. <laughs> okay. um... <laughs> do I, do I, do I, what's, what's random? It's funny, when you tell people places they want to go, yeah. Like, we'll mix it up. So we'll be like, yeah, like, obviously, man wants to go to Japan, Amsterdam, Milan, <laughs> Thailand. I'm like, is it city or country? Which one is it? And I do the same as well. I do the exact same. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. So, okay, so USA, they're number, they're number two, actually, with 76 million. Okay, cool. So three mm. more to collect the VAPs. What is number one? France? Oh, my God. Yes. 83 million. <laughs> Flip sake. Yes. Okay, two yes. more, then you collect the yes. VAPs. Oh, two more. Um, let me do Thailand. Let's see. Thailand, number, ni- number nine, 33 million. Oh, I'm actually vexed. <gasps> Fantastic. <laughs> right, one more. Um, can I just have the laps now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you try to quit. <laughs> it's difficult. Um... Germany. Yeah, number mm. seven. Germany, thirty-six million. Fantastic. Okay, cool. So are you that? Whenever you're ready. Anyway, cool. So yeah, so I'm ready. Co- I'm ready tomorrow. Sorry, continue. No, we go tomorrow. Actually, I'm actually free tomorrow, so we get to go. No. Okay, cool. So yeah, in terms of visitors, which when I saw this list, I was very surprised, but then I remembered, oh yeah, EU freedom of movement, so people could come in and out of European countries with more ease. So number one is mm. France. They have the most visitors, 83 million. Number two is United States of America, 76 million. Number three is Spain. Quite a popular destination for... Oh, especially yeah. 76 million as well. China, 59 million. Italy, 52. The UK and Germany, as you said. Mexico, place you've been as well, 35. Wow. And then number 10 was one surprised you the most, Austria. I was like, huh? Oh, that's random. You might hear going to Austria for what? So, um, mm. actually, out of these places, I know you've been France, Vienna, USA, you've been Spain. Have you, you haven't been China yet, have you? No, I have not. You've been Italy, you've been UK. Have you been Germany? Yes, several times. Sorry. You've been Mexico, you've been <laughs> Thailand, have you been Austria? <laughs> I haven't been to Austria, so you've been no. to eight out of the top ten places. Okay, cool, it's mad. All right, cool. So, the next <laughs> one is um, receipts. And this is, like, the money received for these countries. So, tourism is in some nations a very, very, very big, massive part of their economy. Like, so if they're not very good at producing stuff, but they get loads of, they got really beautiful scenery, like they make a lot of money through tourism. So people come in there, they're pumping money into the economy, either going on tours, providing jobs when they're like people selling them stuff or all that type of stuff there. So mm. in terms of the countries that make the most money from tourism, yeah? So... Yeah. Should you do another? Okay, cool. So if you win this... Will be will be okay. What's the what's the level up from VAPS? <laughs> I still I still say Hakasan, but you can see, if you if you like spell Hakasan, tattoo in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you Hakasan, bruv. Because you ask the questions right. 
Five Guys a step up. I like Five Guys. I don't know why you're trying to be humble. No, do you know what? No, no. I think you should get me. I think you should get me a thirty pounds voucher for something. That's what I personally think. Suffrages. Because yeah, no. Much mm, whatever. John okay. Lewis. Cute John Lewis, I think. What, do you, what the hell do you buy from John Lewis? Makeup. Get the time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Always do an office. All right, cool. Madam Saver. Okay, cool. All right. So, let's see. This is for your for your for your concealer and them things there. All right, cool. So, remember the money spent in these countries, yeah. So I've got a list of the top ten. Mm. Now, okay, go. So if you could get five, it's gonna be difficult. Okay, Spain. Yep, number two, sixty billion dollars. Can I say Thailand? Number three, fifty billion. Yeah. Um, America. Number one, two hundred six billion. You're the top three in your first three. Mm. I'm vex. Does London? London. UK. 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 Yeah, number six. IO. Number seven, I think, forty billion dollars. Um, one more. So you've got USA, more. Spain, Thailand, and the UK. Hmm. Where would I say gets money from tourism? Turkey. Nope, they're not on top ten. That's your first incorrect answer. Wow. Um. Italy, let's go with Italy. Yeah, Italy, number six, 40 billion. So, you're okay. annoying. You actually got one wrong answer, <laughs> I'm vexed. Okay, cool, yeah. So, in terms of the countries that make the most money in terms of tourism, USA is by far the most. Like, I mm. think they make more than a... They make more than number two to six combined, or two to five. That's honestly. crazy. So, yeah, they make $206 billion just from people coming in there. Wow. So, if, so if you compare it to how much they spend... That you make money on tourism. Okay, cool. Um, Spain, number two, 60 billion. I really go in Marbella, popping bottles. I, I beavers in Spain, right? <laughs> I beaver. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mallorca. All those places. Malaga. All party places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thailand, 50 billion. People like you going to live lavish. China, 44. <laughs> then it's France, then Italy, then UK, then Germany, then Hong Kong, then Australia, surprisingly enough. I don't know who's going wow. to Australia, but cool. In the terms tablets. of like... In Africa, the places that the country that makes them, the countries that make the most, two of them don't surprise South me. South Africa, yep, they make the number the most, seven point nine billion. Second, Morocco, mm. six point five. You've been Morocco, I swear. Mm-hmm. You've also been Egypt. Yeah. Just, been yeah. Egypt as well. Yeah, Egypt's number three. I haven't been to Egypt. You haven't. Okay, cool. And Nigeria is actually eighth on the list, and Ghana's not wow. Even, yeah, Ghana's not even top ten. But I don't really feel like people who are not. <laughs> They're that, they're that shade there. <laughs> Why did you add that? <laughs> you, you have to be shicky, you know. I'm Chale? so done. I too. Anyway, but um, <laughs> I don't really feel like Nigeria is a place where people who are not Nigerian go. At all. And let me tell you why they make that money and they're able to even say that. It's the visa. So Nigerians that don't have a passport or the people that go in there for a reason and they get their visa because that price is high. Yeah, one of my friends was going for a wedding and she said the visa price was nuts. Like, I can't lie. I'll tell that person, and, listen, our man will send you something on Amazon because I ain't going to a wedding. Paying that the visa dope. price is up to like 250 now. For, it for, might be more. For at for what? For one person, just to enter the country. This is not ticket or anything. That's that's probably like a quarter, maybe even, maybe even up to almost 40% of your ticket price. Exactly. That's crazy. In terms of other places that you go, that you've been... 
like in Europe, um, Greece, they're number seven in Europe. You've been there, 14.6. Turkey, they're high up in Europe, ninth. And Amsterdam, not Amsterdam, I did myself, Netherlands, they're 10th. <laughs> You've also been to um, Dubai, right? Yes. So they, uh-huh. so they, they enjoy the most tourism money, $17 billion. So that's just mm-hmm. a cheeky bit of economics for you. Now back to mm-hmm. what people probably want to hear more. And how <laughs> the hell do you manage? Well, I know because you're, you're rich, but how do you um, manage? Definitely. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> how do you manage to go on <laughs> several, not even multiple, several holidays a year? So explain us through how you... How you, how you do things because I'm sure there's many young people in like and you like you similar mm. type similar working professionals who might have their own business or influencers or stuff that want to be able to explore the world while they still can before they have like mm. family commitments even though those who have family commitments they still want to explore the world while they still can how do you manage? So number one I'd probably say is is travelling going to be one of your priorities or not? It's not going to be one of your priorities. You can still go. You might not want to spend as much on it. But I personally think that at this age, well, even if you're older, but if, when you have no children and you have less responsibilities than you will have later on in life, you should definitely get out there and see the world because you won't get this time back. Word. So really, it's about good money management. That is, I'm sorry, but I'm down to the T. Like, I know I write out how much my hotel is, how much my flights are, how much my cab is, how much I'm spending on clothes I'm going to take there. Mm. I really do it down to the T because you'll start to get all these scary costs that you didn't even realise, even how much money I'm going to spend and how much I may overflow and what I'm not going to go past and what I'm willing to spend, the activities I want to do. Just It's just about good management. You're saying it's also this, a, this is like a slap in my face here because see, Barbell, I did not plan that right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this much. After the day two, it was gone. I was like, huh? So I was spending cards. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, even to this day, I don't even know how much I spent on my bail. I don't even want to know. Like, Are you serious? Yeah. This is the thing. There can be holidays like that. I personally haven't had one yet, but I think oh, boys so. especially. Yeah, because you, boys... you guys, you guys, but oh, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, free drinks. These dumb youths, we just buying a lot of drinks. Oh, I have. I never get free drinks on holiday. I don't actually get free drinks. Me and well, I usually go with my friends. Like we just pay for ourselves. Like, we just plan it out. Obviously, depends which yeah. country you're in. If you're in, if you go to Miami, if you're going to certain places, maybe Miami. Yeah, girls do have it easier. Vegas. Girls yeah, one hundred. One hundred. Marbella. I've been there. I nobody paid for me, so I don't know. Maybe I went to the wrong side of Marbella, but um, oh. it's just How about, about time. <laughs> it's just just, um yeah good money management that's probably like one number one thing then also try and find deals like deals are what I thrive off there's some holidays where I'm like okay no I want to splurge on this maybe I want to go to Singapore (laughs) um (laughs) get a nice hotel I don't want to scrimp but there's some holidays where it's just like, okay, you can get a mid-tier hotel that's still really nice. You can get cheaper flights. Like, if you're someone that likes comfort, if you know you're going, like, you're going long haul and you don't want a, a rubbish airline, or sorry, n- not a top-tier airline, um, fine, you don't have to scrimp on that holiday. But if you're going, to, if you're going on a two-hour flight, three-hour, maybe even four, you can use the cheaper airlines. It's not, 
that serious. You can use the cheaper airlines. You can get good deals. Like I, I honestly scan and scan and scan. And I really do enjoy it. So a lot of my friends, when they're going away, or even my family, they'll be like, I'm going here. Can you help me see what ticket prices you're seeing? And I'll go on Skyscanner. I'll go on Google Flights. I'll compare. I'll even go on like the website directly because people forget to do that. You go on the website yeah, directly, go on British Airways. Just check every like check everything and check it on different dates as well. Try and alter your dates. Um, try and search at different times because during the week, they know people are you know people are busy, so cheap flights are usually cheaper. On a weekend, they go up a bit. So it's just finding things like that. But yeah, it's just about priorities. It's about if you really want to travel, maybe somewhere you want to go, like don't pick and choose. Like you don't have to go on seven massive holidays a year. The reason why I probably go away a bit more is because I'll do maybe one or two long haul flights and then I'll do Europe, little weekend trips, weekend trips. You build up going away to different places. It's still going away. Also, what I do is I've joined um, a flight reward program. So I'm with British Airways Avios. So I use my card and I use my day-to-day shopping to actually build up points so I can fly more on the airline mm. without extra cost to myself. Actually, I lied. There was an extra cost to myself, but I chose to do that. So, yeah, just those things. I need to elaborate on anything. Okay, I'll, I'm going to come back to the... Um, building up point stuff because that's quite a handy tip for um, people who want to travel but in terms mm. of the, let's say you're looking at um, okay so you're going to Singapore quite soon right so in terms of Singapore yeah. like how far in advance do you plan like let's say you want to plan like a long haul holiday okay so long haul I do plan in advance just because most of the places I want to go to I know that where I want to stay usually I've done some research I know what I want to do if you're doing it last minute it's going to be more expensive it's going to be overbooked. I like to find out. So I like to, sometimes I even look, this is like extreme, but I'll think about where I want to go the next year. So like a year in advance, I'll be looking at the weather. What's the best time to go? I'll be looking at where the best places to stay. You really do get your best deals, either the furthest you book in advance. So if you book a year in advance, you really will get good mm. deals. Or possibly, I don't know if there's some very last minute people out there, it would give me too much anxiety, but possibly a week or a couple of weeks before you want to travel. If you set out some time and you find a last minute deal, they're trying to get rid of that ticket, Mm. trying to get rid ASAP. So you'll get your best deals then. Any time in between is okay as well, but those are your best deals. So I would generally, for Singapore, I booked this in around February. And I'm going in September. And for me, that was still a bit late. I was panicking. I was like, okay, this isn't as cheap as I saw it a few months ago. Okay, Ross, seven months. Yeah, you're out mm-hmm. here, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So even me, I'm learning because I'll be, me, I was trying to go away in like eight weeks. I'm still trying to sort it out now. But um, <laughs> yeah, this is, see, this is, this is how you set yourself up for failure. Okay, cool. So in terms of like the short, um, I remember you said something about the hotel the accommodation like you don't really have to when you say like the middle level is that like star wise or you mean price yeah, so s- both so i know there's a lot of people and oh gosh our generation is such image gang uh, have you seen, have you seen instagram people, <laughs> what did you say have you seen your instagram 
My Instagram. Yeah, you're talking about our generation's image gang. Yeah, no, like you. I, no, like you. No, I'm not image gang. What? This is the thing. Like, I like to have a good time, and I like obviously I like good things. Who doesn't? <laughs> this but is what all image will... you say. I just like. No, nice listen to this. No, listen. To, I'm. Listen, I, I'm a Virgo. I can be. Sorry, you hate star signs. Sorry, I take it back. <laughs> I can be a stingy person. Like, I like to spend money on what I like to spend it on. Mm. But also, I don't like to spend too much. So, for example. Some people will see there's this one hotel, maybe it's the Shangri-La. I mm. must say the Shangri-La by all means possible. Fair enough if you have your heart set on it. Mm. But why not just like look? If you go on something like Speedia Trivago, you can find hotels that are equally as nice and can be a fraction of the price. Mm. But you want to stay in the name brand hotel it has to be the Marriott or the Fairmont or the Shangri-La. Like Shangri-La is a bit nuts. But like, when I saw the London one, <laughs> £500 a night, my friend, please. It's insane, insane. Like maybe an amazing occasion or maybe that can be your splurge. But me personally, it's yeah. not every country I'd go to that I'm like, I have to stay in this this particular hotel. Singapore, I'm not going to lie, I'm doing that. But that's because when am I going to go to Singapore again? Yeah, true. But yeah, so I just mean... You can honestly find really good hotels if you search around. You can find good hotels. Also, what airlines like to do and package holidays like to do is they don't like to give you the best hotels. You can probably find nicer ones for cheaper. But because it's all bundled into a package, you think you're paying this cheap deal. Mm. But you can actually get a nice hotel or a nicer hotel for not as expensive as the known, like, the Melias and uh, the known hotel chains. It's also nice to stay in them. I'm not saying that. But look for good deals as well. Shop okay. around. Another question I was going to ask you. Mm. Um, on average, do you tend to do flights and a comm separate or together? It really, really depends. It really depends. If I can find... I always search both. And it's if I can find a really nice hotel that I like um, and it's got good flights, maybe it's with a good airline or it doesn't even have to be. Maybe if it's long haul and I know I'm not going to suffer on the plane then I'd prefer to do package because you just know this is included or, you know, I don't have my two separate confirmations, but it really depends. There's some places, and this is just where you just have to just kind of just search and actually just be diligent while you're searching. Cause I know, especially boys or just Pete, there's a lot of people that even message me and they're just like, Oh, I was going to pay like 1,500 pounds for this package. And I'm like, wow, if you search the flights and you alter your, date by this much this much you'll find a flight for 300 pounds and you can spend 700 on a hotel mm. sorry this sounds really expensive but just in general okay. so you end up spending a lot cheaper but some people just like the easy route and yeah, i don't blame me. you i like it too sometimes yeah, but i've now progressed to the point where i'm just like you can actually save so much money by doing separately sometimes you might get a good deal when they're together so if you get a good deal when they're together look but just check both that's my advice. Okay, cool. So it's always good to check both sides of the coin because you might see one is better than the other, depending on the destination. All right, cool. You mentioned Definitely. something about, and I remember we'll talk about this a couple of months ago, where you said like, oh yeah, with your car, then you spend and you accumulate air miles. So if you can go into a bit more DL, DL, detail, I'm not speaking like a yummy, I'm a boy. <laughs> if you go into a bit more, if you go into a bit more detail about that, I'm sure the listeners then will appreciate. So... One of the best things I've ever done is just join in a program. It's really because of my mum. So she comes back and forth from Nigeria a lot and she lives, is it Abuja she goes to? So there's only a couple of direct flights and one of those is British Airways. So 
since I've been young, she's been collecting air miles, air miles. And I didn't think anything of it. If we went, we'd add the air miles to the family account. Didn't think much of this. To about 2014. Mm -hmm. And so I want to go to Nigeria. I'm used to someone paying for me. But Nigeria, I'm just being honest. Like Nigeria, I do not like to part with my money because the flights are very expensive. Yeah, 100. So I'm looking. I'd already been, so my parents weren't having it that they're going to pay that year. And I was starting a new job, so I just wanted a quick break. Wanted to go to Nigeria, so I went on the sign on the family account, and I was just looking through flights, and it was like, oh, you know, book a reward flight. So I'm like, oh, what's this? It's like usual Avios to pay for a flight. So I ended up not using all of my Avios, but ended up using a really minimal amount, maybe like, I don't know, like I think it was like 9,000 Avios at the time, maybe maximum 15,000. I'll get on to what the points mean in a second. But it took the price down from maybe about 800 pounds to 319 pounds. Jesus this Christ. Is British Air- yeah, this, this is a British Airways direct flight. So it was just economy. Um, direct flight but obviously that helped a lot back then you know I wasn't I was like part-time working and stuff so that was really helpful and my parents are doing oh we're not paying for you so little did they know I was going to turn up in Nigeria and be like ha (laughs) (laughs) so that just got me really intrigued so I was speaking to my colleague at work and she was like oh yeah her parents have credit card I wanted to get a credit card anyway so this all fell into place around the same time Went to get a credit card just to build up my credit. Um, I just started working for the financial ombudsman service. So I was learning about credit. I was learning about all these things that I didn't really pay attention to and how it's good to just maintain. So I thought, let me get my first credit card. Um, so I was looking at Lloyd's and then my friend was like, no, like you've ta- you like traveling, so you should get a travel one. So I just started looking at all these articles. I just started reading up on it and just saw that because I go to Nigeria frequently, the BA is not the only one. There's Emirates and Virgin, Iberia, lot, almost, well, a lot of airlines. I don't think that EasyJet and the lower tier ones have reward systems, but mid-tier to top tier, mm. they all have reward systems. So I just looked and I was like, okay, I use BA a lot and my, my family are on it. So maybe look for one that benefits you. So my family are on it. So let me just get the card. So I ended up getting the British Airways American Express card. Okay, and then okay. I, there was benefits that come with it. When you sign up, you get, you know, 20,000 Avios. If you spend so-and-so amount, I think for that card, it's £20,000 a year. Sounds like a lot, but I'll get into that again. Um, you get two-for-one voucher and you can use your Avios to fly. So I was like, what does this even mean? You know, mm. when people are using terms, and you're like, what does this mean? So I'm just researching more and more and what it means is that you can actually use your air miles to book a flight and pay just the taxes taxes are very cheap by the way yeah very cheap very cheap so you can pay just the taxes and on that you and someone else can fly so it's not even just you you and someone else can fly so you know what me in right safe (laughs) i'm so sorry i really tried to tell my friends i this is the thing. Oh, Nana will listen to this. Has she even listened to me? Mm. Like, I tried to tell my friends, and they were like, yeah, 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 but they don't take it seriously until, let me tell you when people start to take it seriously. 
when I started flying first class business. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I was like, hold on. For free. That's what I was like, hold on, what's going on there? Like, what's, what's, <laughs> exactly. What's, I see you stretching way. your leg, bare space. I think it hurt. <laughs> Instagram saying something, something loud. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what's Hilarious. going on here? So, first, I used to use my card, not the best, and book economy flights, maybe. Um, and then I realised the best way to do it, because you're only paying taxes, is to really book at the very minimum premium economy or business or first class. So, um, yeah, so just you use the card on everyday things. I've now progressed to the premium card, um, which you have to pay a fee for. But you get, with the lower tier card, you get one point per pound. Yeah. So it sounds not that much. If I'm telling you it's 9,000 pounds, 9,000 points to book a flight, and I'm telling you that it's one pound, one point. You're thinking, okay, I need to spend £9,000. You don't need to do that. You can you get bonus points on shopping. Mm. You get points when you fly with BA. So if you fly, for example, if you fly to a budget now, I get like 4,000 points. I think it's 3,900 points. You get points. It, it builds up. So use some of your card. Maybe everyday spending. I don't know how people use cards, but I use one in everyday spending. You get offers. Um you can literally have a thing um, at avios.com where you can sign your card up to the website. And so even shops you walk into, you get bonus points. If you go in John Lewis, if you go into restaurant ZZ's or yes. you get points, Sick. points, points. So it got to the point where I even book my fan. Like if I know someone's got, this is, I wouldn't, I'm not really trying to advise your listeners to do this, but. Um, I trust my family. So if somebody's, my mum's flying, I'm like, let me use, let me use my card to buy your ticket. So all this stuff, so I build up points. So I average probably around 100,000 points a year. And that might be quite a lot. And you're saying nine, nine rats can take you, take you away somewhere. Yeah, it can take you away. It so can take you away economy. Economy. So you, that's, that's potentially 10 economy flights. Yeah. 11 economy flights, yeah. sorry. Yeah. God yeah. damn. Yeah. So I started So what what, 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 what are we saying? Hong Kong next year, yeah? Um, in Jesus' name, amen. No, I'm saying It's not even you. on my list. So you're you. very sick. I, I care about you. Use, <laughs> you're very silly. <laughs> I use, um, usually use my voucher with my sister because she collects Avios as rigorously as I do. Oh, okay. So... She collects. She has a card, and she collects them as well. She just collects them on her shop. I don't even think she has the card. She actually just collects them on her shop, and we both build up the points. So wait, wait, wait. Hold like on. So take... you can collect. No, wait. You can collect them without the card. Yeah, you collect them without the card. You can just get a British Airways executive account, collect it on your shopping. You know, one of those websites. So if you're shopping on ASOS, they might give you eight points or twelve points per pound. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Man's just learning new things now. You get me? So <laughs> if I, so I just need to go on British Airways, type in British Airways. What do you, what do you say again? Um, just BritishAirways.com. Yeah. Then when you're on there, if you create an account, so yeah. an executive club account, yeah. you can from then. There's, they've got hundreds of websites on on there that you can start shopping through. Oh, it's so, so yeah. I'm, as soon as this podcast finishes, we're doing because see me, I cannot carry last. I'm going to be flying, <laughs> <laughs> going to be doing flying. Honestly, but it's all a trick because once you get into 
first class, business class. It's just you don't even want to go back. I'm telling you. I can imagine that. Once I once I do that first turn left, yeah, I'm never going back. <laughs> if I, if that means I don't fly again, I won't fly. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, but that's literally what it's like. But yeah, that's one of the main. If you're like serious, even if you're not serious about traveling, you can always, you know, use those points. And when you do want to travel that one time, you can use them. You're collecting the points. It comes in. There's no. You don't lose. If that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like even if you had the free credit card, mm. you don't lose. I pay for my one because you get the ben- you get more benefits and you get them quicker. Yeah. with a paid card but obviously that's just you, a decision it, it, it's, it's a, a, a money saver for you because with your lifestyle you enjoy travelling if you're taking mm. that many points and you're actually even flying even doing a young first class than that then it's mm. making it's making fantastic sense so hopefully the listeners are listening and 2019 the Shinomics listeners are going to be international doing high life <laughs> thanks to our, our underscore lank okay cool oh wow you even you even taught me something new alright cool so what else I want okay cool so we could talk about we'll talk about random holiday stuff but I want to do more information things so in okay. terms of when you fl- what are important things to make sure that you're aware of before you fly somewhere new especially for maybe like our female I shouldn't just say female because obviously men need to be safe as well but for our listeners who are flying to countries that they have never been to, um, may, may not be like traditional English-speaking countries, what are things that, is any safety things that you get involved in, travel insurance, what type of stuff? So definitely travel insurance. I'm so sorry, but even if you're flying from England to Scotland, if you lose something in that suitcase and you could have bought £5 travel insurance to get your money back, and even then some sometimes, it's not worth it. Like sometimes I do travel, in, well, I have a yearly one now which I pay for per month. But before, even if I was just doing a flight to Spain, some people are like, oh, no, I can't bother. Five pound. I'll do it in the airport. Sometimes it can be three pounds. Just go on, go compare, and you get travel insurance super quick. (laughs) Or just go on. I'm not promoting them. Go on anything. But honestly, definitely travel insurance because, God forbid, you fall sick somewhere that charges. In fact, there's not free healthcare anywhere if you're not a citizen of the country. Apart from EU, if you have your EU card, but not. Yeah, because I bumped into one of longer. my I bumped into one of my friends' friends, and he was saying, I think he, it might have been Santorini or Thailand or Bali. Like there was like this palm tree that was bent over, like like the ocean, and he's like, I need to get this wavy pick. So man risked his life. Obviously, he got the oh, sh- shower and pick. On his way back, he must have slipped through these rocks, and he grazed oh, up God. all his leg. He had to go to hospital. The hospital, hospital, hospital. Why can't I speak? What's wrong, with man? <laughs> Um, the bill was like obviously this is what the UK ain't no NHS out here so he had to pay like the bill was like £500 or something like that equivalent mm-hmm. of £500 but because he had in travel insurance it covered it see me yeah think about that see because I don't got travel insurance me I'll take my leg back home same way because I'm not paying five bills I can't lie I'm <laughs> so done that's all well and good people always like oh, it could be a small grace but you know I really no, no, I'm really, you don't really saying God forbid here but you don't pay as that say still. something really tragic happens on holiday and you're not covered, like, no, you're not getting a penny, your family's not getting a penny, like, you, you're just not covered. Um, it's true, £5, what do you think about it? We'll spend one of £5 in KFC, so it's really not that deep. Exactly. Yeah, so, travel insurance, 100%, I would never advise to go anywhere without travel insurance, because it's just, if, if nothing happens, 
hopefully you won't miss the money. Mm. If something happens, you'll be so grateful you had it. For even, for example, my mum always going back and forth to Nigeria the other day, her flight was cancelled. She still got some money. I think she got six hundred pounds. Um, the EU compensation that they always give, but people should fly with their child insurance. Two thousand pounds, three thousand pounds straight away because of their policy. Mm. That's on top of like imagine, and she was just like, "Oh, why didn't I get the five pound insurance?" And I was just there like, "Well, extra two racks. That's a roll. Oh, they better cancel my flight. That's a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight to Hatton Garden." <laughs> I didn't even know that. Okay, cool. What about yeah. like safety wise, like safety precautions? Obviously, you've gone to all over. You've been safety. all over the world. Do you really think yeah. like, oh, cool, I have to be on my, have to buy a gun? Okay, I'm joking, not buy a gun, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I have to like be careful. Let's do some. Ma- let's do some math here. Black woman, gun, airport. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. True. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not advising my my <laughs> listeners to be doing Joel Joel Santana and be taking guns to airports and getting caught. But um, go on. No, um, so I've definitely checked websites. I'll check the FCO website just to see... What's that? What's, the, what's, any... the, what's that? So it's the, it's the government, it's directgov.com. So they have an FCO commission, foreign commission officer, office. And they just give... You, if you go on it for Nigeria, it'll tell you, don't go here, don't go here, don't go here. <laughs> it also gives you all the places that if you go to, your travel insurance will be void because yeah. they've warned you not to go there. But... It just generally gives you an idea of, like, if it's safe. Also, just do research. Things like TripAdvisor, your best friend. Like, you can type, you can literally type in there, young girl going away or going away by myself, two girls, even a group of boys going to, let's say, Brazil. What should I do? Like, safety. And it will literally tell you there, don't take expensive things out because people will hold your gunpoint and say, give me that item. Mm. Like... So you can just do the research yourself that I, I always do before I go somewhere just to find out what it's like. So just look on websites, check the FCO. I do because if I go somewhere and it's not covered, I'm very tight. So You do you do the holiday, holiday thing so meticulously. It's actually quite impressive. I can't lie. Me, I'm so... I actually feel ashamed <laughs> right now because if you see where I plan this holiday, yeah... It's so higgy. It's so, so, so higgy. That is actually compared to you, the level of the even last holiday I went to. I swear it wouldn't have been as good if we did, if we went all boys because the way the girls are planning everything. I was like, right, I even think of that, you know. But yeah, okay, cool. Honestly, I am a tiny bit of a control freak to the point where I some of my friends do absolutely nothing because I I would do the last up until the last thing like check them in, make sure we're sitting here, our meals are this. Because I just like to be... One thing you don't want to be on holiday is just thinking about, worried about something or, mm. you know, like you just want to get all that done beforehand. So, yeah, I'm quite a planner. But it came with experience. My first holiday, oh, was just with friends, it's not with family. It was literally, I don't even know what I'm doing. I didn't even do much research beforehand. So the more you go away... You know, even our society, you see people doing things. It's like, oh, how can I do this? Like, how can I go mm. to this place? You know, is this a nice place to go to? You just do your research and it will come. It will okay, come naturally. Cool. Mm. Okay, so before we go, I want just to just random holiday stuff. So I must ask you some quick fire questions. You have to answer them. Okay, cool. Okay. okay. Nicest hotel you've been to? Oh, that would be the Marriott Sukhumvit in Thailand. Okay, cool. Why was it, why was it the nicest? 
imagine Shangri-La, that bathtub, and it's just overlooking the whole of Bangkok, like just the whole city. Um, that's probably the nicest one I've stayed in. Oh, it's gas already. I want to go now. <laughs> All I know is views. <laughs> Same. Okay, rooftop cool. pool, etc., etc. Et mm-hmm. I love a rooftop pool. Even I don't get into the pool, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay? Cool. Um, worst worst hotel or accommodation experience? Oh, so this is an package holidays. This is why I always just do my research. Went to South of France. Um, my friends. We oui, Monsieur Je m'appelle Fromage. Went to South of France a couple of times, but I didn't know some of these hotels are so rural. So the one we picked, I just thought it, pictures looked okay. Oh, yeah, this would be a nice one for the gram. Hmm. Um, little did you on know. On British Airways, it's little did I know on the description. This is why I just do your research. On the description, it was like, oh, Saint-Tropez. Or the in-between Saint-Tropez and um, Cannes, I think it said. So I was thinking, okay, yeah, I want to go to Saint-Tropez and I want to go to Cannes. Little did I know there's probably like two hours between the two of them. So this place is in the middle of nowhere. Place in the middle of nowhere, we rent in a car, so I'm driving, cannot find this place, going up and down these greeneries, hills. And then when we even got there, it wasn't even anything to scream about as well. It wasn't that nice of a hotel. I can't even remember the name, so that's probably a downer. But yeah, that was the worst. Do your research. Don't end up in the middle of nowhere. We had to change hotel because we were literally in a town called San Rafael. Wow. A random town with like, just old people, wasn't it? It wasn't the South of France, you would think. So you know, it's a one retirement day, home. You know. <laughs> next day, we moved to Nice. Okay, good for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, worst flight experience. Oh my gosh! Should I say this? I'm embarrassing myself. There's been two. One, Ryanair. Oh, I swore I wouldn't fly with them again, but I've flown with them several times since. <laughs> 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 it'd be like it'd be like that be like that just the worst the plane was dirty the flight was delayed oh the flight was delayed and they wouldn't they refused to tell us it would still be normal and then it'll be like i was delayed for half an hour the flight was delayed for probably about four hours god forbid um, bad thing and then only for us to get in the flight and we're just sitting on tarmac as well that's another thing they do to avoid paying you compensation uh... once you're in on the tarmac they can say you were in the flight so we're just there for another two hours. Whoa. That was number one worst. Number Wankers. two was literally, number two was about a month ago, coming back from New York, our hen party. Walked on the plane, had sunstroke, I vomited everywhere. Oh, no. In front of all these people. That was probably my worst flight experience of my life. Yeah. That's not embarrassing. Like, it wasn't like you were just a drunkard. I know, but this is the thing. It was Mallorca, so people would literally be like... I. They didn't even know I could hear them when I'd gone. They'd be like, oh, you know, another one of them ones, you know, drinking all day. I was thinking, no, the flight is not even late. It was at like I hadn't had a drink. And they definitely thought I was just coming from a bender or something. You're not very much of a big drinker, That was you? the worst. I'm really not. Yeah, you're... I have my days, but not really. And that day especially, I didn't even have a drop. I hadn't had a drop in like two days. I think I drank one day when we were out there. Oh. But I get sunstroke. I've oh. had it about twice now on holiday. Oh, um, it causes vomiting. Oh, okay. But your favorite, your be- the best airline, you, best your favorite airline. Hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> so. 
Um, so British Airways, I would, I'm going to pick them, even though they really do annoy me sometimes because <laughs> their check-in staff are rude. I'm sorry to say, their check-in staff are rude. Do, do, I don't know why people don't stick it on them. You know, if you're <laughs> Listen, rude to me, I'm going to tell you about yourself. What, I'm telling but you. This is British. This is British Airways staff. They'll be like, well, you're not flying. If you're going to speak to me like that, you're not flying, sir. And their staff, their managers. Back them. Swear. You will not fly. You will not fly. They'll be like, you're not flying. Nobody's flying that the day. The best thing to do... Nobody's flying that day. The best thing to do if you really want to cause trouble is let your bags be checked and wait till you're on the boarding gate. Then you start your trouble. For <laughs> them to bring off your bags is long Well, hello. Them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> if you're doing it at the very check-in, trust me, you're not flying. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, My head is even hot at the- people running them out for me. <laughs> oh, my God. I would say they're the best because... The, the perks, the perks are just so good. Like um, with with this Avios card, you know, when you're, even when you're flying first class, you get there's a LMS bar in there. Food is free, and it's like top tier food. I'm talking duck leg with mm, potato gratin. Even easy. Like you get a spa, you get a generous luggage allowance. The flight is really nice. But I've done a lot of research on actual planes and British Airways. There's probably about ten in like the top ten. You've got things like Singapore Airlines, even the Emirates Airbus, the first class suites in there. You have your own suites with the shower. What? They top. Oh, listen. So if some of you what, want to go what down. What type of life am I living? Me that's legs or crisscross on EasyJet. Nah, nah, I have to change my destiny. I'm telling you. <laughs> if you go to Dubai a lot, maybe look at the Dubai um, point system um, because, yeah, they've got shower suites. Literally, you can get up, take a shower. They've got bars in the plane so you get up and they've got their own suites they're literally suites where the doors close and there's no one in there but you that's Flying so wavy class there yep me, so, me that was the first thing I'll do a vlog you know <laughs> that was the first thing I'm telling you I'm telling you I will get there eventually but I'm I'm as truthful to BA because even if I know I'm going to pay for business class by myself I know it goes towards my points mm. so you know when we're up and we can just blow out the bar and be buying first class tickets I'm definitely going to try some other airlines but for now BA and they do really good deals like if you just want to go to somewhere in Europe quickly they do like 100 down to like 99 pounds or 98 pounds for like a two-day holiday to like Italy or Spain that's sick and that's that's a good airline as well at least you know you'll be comfortable that that actually ties to my next question I'll say obviously some people listen to me they're quite young they're either they're students or just come out uni, they they don't have um, our land money. So oh, God. <laughs> it's true. So if so, let so for somebody who wants like a really really cheap but cheerful weekender, where's a place you recommend? Say yeah, you could do this holiday for a pretty cheap calm rate. Honestly, if you're honestly anywhere in Europe, I know that's kind of a sellout answer, but just be Coward. vigilant, guys. Like no, like let me tell you about. I, just, I use Ryanair, I go on Ryanair when they're doing their £10 returns. I went to Milan for the weekend for £70. You went to where? Why do you, say, why do you say Milan like that? Milan, how do you say it? Milan. Oh, I went Milan. to Milan. You're, you've oh, changed. Oh, God. Okay, Milan. I don't know how. That's how I. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Why, he want, he's been wanting to roast me all day, <laughs> and you've got your chance. No, nice. but um, wait, how do you say it then? Milan. 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 Um, okay, so I went to Milan. Milan. Went to Milan. Um, Seventy pounds for two days. That's that was Saturday morning to Sunday night. 
that's, that's so cool. I didn't want to miss any work time. You know, and you'll leave used up as well. Literally, so it was probably about, I think, a two-hour flight. You're going Saturday morning about seven. You're getting there nine. You're not coming back till the next evening. You've got plenty of time. It was a £20 return from Ryanair. And then it was a Radisson Blue Hotel for £50, including breakfast. That's kind of show, you know. You know, I'm going to Budapest with, um, in November. That was a, how much is the flight? About £50. That was quite a pricey one. It, I, didn't get it, I didn't get it on the £10 sale, but £50 to go to Budapest and back in Hungary. And then a really nice hotel for £70. So 120 in total. That's what hun- exactly. Cool. Can't go wrong. You can't buy a night trainer for 120 so... Exactly. And BA, if you go online, search around with your dates. And these are Saturday and Sunday ones I'm telling you about because I know people are like, oh, you can't travel on the weekend. You can, you just have to search. If, you, if you're if you flexible, if you don't have a full-time job or you don't mind um, using allowance, or even if you're a student, you're not in school, perfect, like British Airways, loads of airlines, BA in particular, they do £39, um, I think it's each way, or return tickets to like certain places in Europe, Italy, Spain, Greece, £39 return. You just get a mid-level hotel. Even, lo- even if you're someone that is just like, you know what, you love exploring the whole day, get a three-star hotel it's not by force you can get a three-star hotel you can go out to nice places and you can just come back and sleep as long as it's not somewhere you can't sleep in if it's nice enough and you're happy with it go out during the day yeah because sometimes like sometimes especially if you're on a, a two dating you're not really trying to spend time in your accommodation you're just you're exactly. you're doing 10 toes on the up block you're everywhere so you don't exactly. really need to be doing marrier penthouse suite unless you've got the dough like that you just want to get something that's decent you could lay exactly. your hair so you don't fall like there's going to be cockroach biting your toes when you're sleeping. <laughs> because you're going to be on the road all day. Co- <laughs> most of these countries, their hotels are reasonable as well. It's London that the hotels are through the roof. Yeah, but it's true. Even like France, that's another That's another one I was going to say. If you want to get on the Eurostar, if you don't like flying, oh. I always look for... Have you, have, you, have, you been, have you done Eurostar? Yeah, do I do pre- it like a, at least once a year. Do you we prefer go to, to Paris once a year. Yes. For Paris, yes. Because... It is longer, but you know there's no having to get to the airport early, wait for your flight. Mm. Then when you're at the other side, you have you get down, go through immigration. Like when you get on the Eurostar, it's quick. It's like a train, and you land in the centre of Paris, and it's so quick. You can sleep on the train. There's no lengthy check-in process. They literally check your passport, and you board. You have to, you can get there 15 minutes before. That's so get on the train at King's Cross, so it's really good. Um, and then sometimes we we take the train in the morning and come back in the evening. Just got to eat, see some sights, get on the train back and come home. Wait, 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 Skirt back. <laughs> is this what you're telling me? Basically. Oh, this because life. if you're getting a ticket, listen to this. Listen to my rationale. <laughs> well, if you're I, I, a ticket, give us a rationale. This is my rationale. If you're getting a ticket, they can do as cheap as, I think the cheapest I've probably got is £49 per time. That might not sound that cheap, but for a day, like, you're basically abroad, you're in Paris, a day in Paris, that can be like a Scotland ticket, you know, or even like Liverpool. These... Virgin trains are expensive. Yeah, they, although you're correct, so, who's trying to go Glasgow in them places? 
Nobody. People go. Four. Oh, for work. People go. Let's have family there. <laughs> Nobody's mean, going there for pleasure. Some people go there for spa. Their spas are cheaper there. Some people go there for a spa day. It's true, it's true. I've been to Liverpool, and Liverpool was like thirty pounds or something. I spent sixty pounds going Manchester, and I and I almost vomited. You see, well, now you know you could have gone to Paris for cheaper. Oh, we 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 we. Okay, cool. <laughs> You, you know I live that down you just say oh my favourite restaurant's in Paris so I just you know just hop on a Eurostar no, you never know what my favourite it could be McDonald's in Paris so <laughs> don't, 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 do, don't do this <laughs> well, do you, do you wear Louis Vuitton and Beret? absolutely not I don't have that type of money alright <laughs> cool Joy, do, 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 you're, you're talking on this I want to tell the people your Instagram I'm going to go and see and see how much of a demonic liar you they are they can absolutely do that but Listen, you ask me about students, and I'm just saying, students, if you don't want to go to Man, if you think, oh, we can only go to Manchester on a Benza, no. Paris have amazing clubs as well. Or if you're into history and sites, they have palaces, museums, the Louvre Museum. They've got so much. So even if you want to go for the afternoon, get there, go, get on the train at like 9 a.m., get to Paris at 12, come back at 8, you're back in London by 10, 11. Sure, my so, mouth do that, get me. We do it a couple of times a year. Might as well do pick something up from Paris, you know, a little bit of shopping. <laughs> yeah, some people do that. A light oh, shop. This this is out of stock in London. Let me go to Paris. Yeah, I need oh. a lifestyle because that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. People do that. But yeah. 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 All right, cool. Well, so, this has been very, very useful, bro. I've actually learned quite a lot. And probably the first time I've ever learned anything I'm from happy. you. So this is a new... <laughs> You're extremely <laughs> rude and you're a liar. Because you learned... I taught you how to squat in the gym. Huh? Don't try it. <laughs> you better not you that was, you, that. No, I no, taught no, no, you no, no, no. how to squat in the gym. You that was trying to, you that you was trying to squat paper clips. Pop in your back like IG thought and I taught you how to squat. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? No, because of you, because of you, yeah, all my boys are going to gym mocked me because I was doing the cross trader. They're like, oh, you're going to go do your little girl exercises, yeah? I was like, bro, okay. imagine that you're cardio. Okay, maybe I taught, maybe I taught you cross trainer, but did That's you it. or did you not lose weight when I taught you that? How many calories are you losing in 10 minutes on the oh, cross trainer? Yeah, it's true, true. Cross trainer's kind of lit. I can't lie, but ever since then, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a bit of a myth. I'm four minutes of cross trainer, I'm like, this is long, bro. But when, I, when you were there, I kind of had to do it because obviously you're still there. Well, it's just me. It's just me, isn't it? I'm like, who's going to hold me accountable? Ain't me. I'm quite... <laughs> <laughs> about four minutes 37 seconds man is off that that's off that damn thing nah <laughs> nah but I'll put you on in the gym because you were trying to lift some baby weight I don't know what you were on but well that's for another day you get me? we can agree to disagree yeah let's agree to disagree okay, we'll cool. talk so, about our VAPs so uh, yeah, so when I have you, my voucher in my hand so are you VAPs and a voucher <laughs> actually how do I even let myself to just <laughs> one I'm podcast that cost me money now. Jam. Listen, yeah. bats at least, at the very least. No, 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 I'll get you both. I said it on the podcast. I have to, I'm a man of my word, unfortunately. Yes. But yeah. Anyway, thank you, Robo, Robbie. Thank, so, thank actually, no, no, the most important me. thing is you're, going to, you're actually going to do a travel blog, aren't you? Yes, I am. It will be coming out. I'm going to Bali and Singapore in a week for two weeks. Um, and when I come back, that'll be my first post. Okay, so. So, end really, of September. I actually really think that you should actually be recorded because you're actually the one of the finest people I know. But again, that's something to do that for you. I feel like I'm going to do that for you because I don't see you sitting down editing. Hmm. I could. You should. You should. Like, you're flipping hilarious and your holidays are lit. So you should. Anyway, we'll talk after that because <laughs> might have to executive produce your thing. Get, get some accolades. But um, 
So where can you, on the, <laughs> in the meantime, where can the people find you? Find me on Instagram at rlank, so R-L-A-N-C. Don't find me on Twitter because yeah. I just tweet nonsense. I don't you don't even tweet. Travel. You don't even tweet. I do tweet, no, but don't. just funny, silly stuff. You I don't. just I laugh at people's tweets. So you just, just tweet, you'll tweet Melissa once here and there, that's it. <laughs> you sometimes again. you, sometimes I cuss you. Oh yeah, I just ignore that stuff. <laughs> find me on Instagram um, you will shortly see my blog coming out it'll be called On Route Robbie I think or Robbie's Route I haven't decided yet but when I have decided you'll be the does, does, anyone, does, anyone else, does anyone else apart from me call you Robbie? so many people my <sighs> mum damn I thought I was special I don't care about you that ask, you are no, I don't care about that I, I, thought, I thought I put that I thought, I thought Rai took inspiration from my ne- I don't care about that anymore to change your name Anyway, <laughs> so what you say, sorry, um, Robbie's route or on Robbie? On route Robbie. I haven't exactly decided yet, but you'll find it, it will be up on my Instagram. Just go to my Instagram for now, because when it's, when it's ready, he'll be up there. Don't worry, I'll plug it on my thing anyway. But anyway, Roberta. Ooh, you're a real one. Yeah, of course. Day ones and that. <laughs> but thank you, thank you very much for taking time out to come and no oppress us with your all. lavish lifestyle. I'm sure listeners appreciate it. No, but we'll talk. We've learned. We'd have learned a lot of stuff from safety to how to um, save money and how to actually use the money you spend actually to gain new travel points. So one day you could be doing BMF in first class. But thank you for coming <laughs> on. Anytime else you want to come and talk about whatever. Well, actually, no, not whatever because you're not very smart. We'll just talk about. It. I'm joking. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. I'm sorry. That was good. No, and I don't, and I don't, don't listen to this and feel sorry for Roberta because she is the feel cheeky, sorry for me. cheekiest me my whole cow. She, everybody knows this I got guy mouth. Changes when we were younger. He used to babysit him, changes nappies, and this is how he treats are, me. Are you bad? You're actually very Anyways. bad. <laughs> this is the one person that actually gives it as good as they take from me in it. So don't, don't mind her. She's not a victim. <laughs> but yeah, until vaps, Roberta is adios. Podcast Network.